You're listening to the Traffic and Funnels Show. Last week, we talked about superhuman nature. And if you remember, we talked about a facet of human nature that allows you to remain consistent with how you see yourself. And what you do is you make choice-based identity, meaning you choose who you are, and then you make choices in alignment with that. This is perfect eternal round. And that is the guts of how to be superhuman in terms of your superhuman nature. But there's another facet of human nature that wrecks us. And it is this anticipation. Anticipation. Your lizard brain, your amygdala, whatever you want to call it, it anticipates two things. Worst case scenario and best case scenario. And the reason why it anticipates those two things is to make a big deal out of it. Crucial, critical, wildly important that you understand your human nature is working against you until you make something normal. Why? Because your human nature makes a big deal out of everything in order to keep things normal. And one of the most common ways it makes a big deal is to anticipate both positive and negative. You see, most of us are freaked out that it could possibly go wrong. What would somebody think of us? We make a big freaking deal out of the stupidest little things by anticipating worst case scenarios. But we also anticipate the best case scenarios and we allow that to freak us out even more. What happens if this actually goes viral? I won't be able to hide anymore. I'm going to be thrust into the spotlight and, and, and then that'll be so vulnerable. Oh my gosh, I might as well not do it because it just might freaking work. Do you see how we play games? I know how y'all think, but guess what? I do this too. I got one of those lizard brains. I just know how it works, which is the only benefit. So when, I, when I'm not performing, it's freaking my fault. I'm literally choosing to not perform because I know how to get out of my own way. So this idea of catastrophizing, making a big deal, anticipating worst case, best case scenarios, this is normal human nature. You have to anticipate that this is what's going to happen. However, if you operate from a place of identity that you have chosen, choice-based identity, and you make choices in alignment with that, what happens is writing your organics becomes normal. And that's when superhuman nature kicks in for you. When it sees what was previously new, different, intimidating, big as normal. This is why the principle of normalization is so wildly powerful because that's what turns on and activates your superhuman nature. Then once something is normal and it's anchored to who you are as a person and you've made a choice-based identity, then you remain consistent with that. So your normal is, I just post an organic every day. It's no big deal. Just simple. This is what we do. Boom. No drama, no overwhelm, no anticipation, no big deals, making it normal. Now, I want you to understand that you cannot beat your human nature. Can't do it. You have to work with it. I hope you see that. So forcing yourself to do something against your will, that's a very limited reservoir. Most people aren't successful with that because biology and human nature are going to win at the end of the day. So understanding your human nature and working with it allows the spirit and the body, whatever you want to call it, your soul to activate on your behalf and you're both moving 
downstream instead of feeling like you're trying to swim upstream, which is what it feels like when you're going against human nature. It takes this, this massive pain, like we talked about last time, like a rocket coming out of orbit, it burns 80% of the fuel. And once it gets into orbit, there's not much going on. This is how it is to fight human nature. It's like swimming upstream. We want to activate that on our behalf. So we're moving downstream. Now, switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about the core asset today real quick. This is a simple principle. But mind you, ain't nobody talking about this. Again, I don't know why. It just is what it is. People like to overcomplicate it. I like to simplify things. So I want to talk about the, the single core asset. A lot of us have morning formulas. If you don't, you should. But a lot of us don't feel good after we do our morning formula. I don't want, I want to talk about this because this erodes a lot of your momentum. And you start to feel like you're fighting yourself or that something's wrong, something's out of place. Because at the end of the, end of the day, you need to get the most out of yourself. Every day, ideally. And nobody has the ability to push super hard every day. I mean, there's ebbs and flows of things. You need to understand that. But getting more out of yourself is critical. Some of you are creating new businesses. Some of you are taking a business that has previously struggled and trying to push it into success. Some of you are trying to grow a currently successful business and to scale it. Doesn't matter. You need to get more out of yourself. Be consistent on the daily. Controlling the inputs so that you can have the outputs that you want, the lead indicators, so the lag indicators can be a thing for you. But here's the question. How do you get more out of yourself? If you go Google that and you ask Tim Ferriss, you're going to get an entire book this thick that's over there on the shelf, Tools of Titans or whatever. There's thousands of different things that people do to get more out of themselves. Question is, what's right for you? What actually matters? in terms of activating the best version of yourself. If you guys ever asked yourself that, so man, it seems really confusing. It's, I have to meditate. I got to wake up early. I got to exercise. I got to supplement myself. I got to do all this stuff. Otherwise, I can't be successful. I've got to hit all this huge laundry list of things. Otherwise, I can't be successful. Who in here has felt like if they are not on point in every single regard in terms of their personal development, that they're doomed. I felt that way for years. I could tell you the backstory. It's a little bit sad, but I dealt with this to the point that it's crazy. I'm a little bit perfectionistic. So if I've got 27 things on my morning routine and I only did 26 of them, heaven forbid, I felt terrible about myself. I do this a lot. I feel like, man, I got to hit it. Otherwise I'm not going to produce and, and, and something's going to be wrong. Because I thought that what everyone else was telling me was the way that I had to do it for myself. So I had to fit myself into this box that everybody else defines. Like you have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G because millionaire mindset is this and you know success habits is this and the morning routine is this and the miracle morning is this. And I'm like, well, how do you fit all that in with five kids who wake up early? Like how do you fit all that in when you're working at home? How do you fit all that in when on and on and on. My question is, what actually matters? It's a brilliant question. And it's a question that I arrived at by accident. But here's the reality. And this is the major point for today. Your single most important asset 
is one simple thing. It's an idea. This asset is not something that you possess in terms of like, I'm going to go buy a piece of property. It's an asset that you must manage every single day or it will run away from you. That asset, my friends, is simply this. How do you feel about yourself? That's it. How do you feel about yourself? I'm going to pressure test this a little bit because I know what y'all are thinking. Well, Seth, some days I don't feel good about myself, but I still got stuff to do. That's important. That's important to realize. There are two types of ways that we can, that we can progress through this. Number one, those who are more feeling in nature, this is kind of a feminine-ish energy where we work when we feel good, but when we don't feel good, we don't work. That's a blessing and a curse. And then there are those of us who can't seem to feel good like ever until we get our work done. And then we feel good after we get the work done. So both of those are a little bit mutually exclusive. And you might look at, well, how can we have both? I'm an achievement driven person that's learned how to be more of a feeling kind of person. So now people can be stuck between, well, I don't feel good, so I ain't going to work. And since I'm not going to work, I'm not going to feel good about myself. So I don't feel good about myself, so I'm not going to work. So I don't feel good about myself. And it's this loop, this spiral that erodes your confidence. So we're going to unpack this a little bit. So the idea, the core asset is how you feel about yourself to regulate that on the daily. There are two types of people, generally speaking. One person that works when they feel good, and a second that feels good after the work is done. So we talk a lot about morning formula. The point of morning formula is to not have you feeling sick about the gap that is between you and where you want to be. Because that works against you at some point. There are few circumstances where that negative mindset is actually a motivation for a certain type of person, but that person is like mm, 3% of the population. So generally speaking, if you look at your morning formula and you're looking at your goals and you are done with your morning formula and you don't feel good about yourself, something is off. More often than not, you probably need to re rework your morning formula to be focused on something that lights you up. So if you're like at zero and you need to be at $100,000 for the month in order to hit your goal and you've only got one strategy session, which might produce 7,000, all you see is that you're missing a potential $93,000, which is enough to not even get started. So manipulating these things to be motivational for you is a skill that takes effort and it takes time, it takes practice. But what you need to realize as your rubric as your frequency that you're paying most attention to is how you feel about yourself. Because if your morning formula doesn't light you up for the day, rework it until it does. Figure out what turns you off and flip it and see what and try on different things. This is a process and that's okay. But realize that when you are doing your morning formula, the net result is one thing. I feel good about myself. I feel like I can do this. I feel clear about it. I feel clear about where I'm going. I know what I should be working on. All that stuff.
the productivity. Hope you all are following the productivity process that, that Taylor teaches. It's so that you feel more in control, feel more momentum, which then comes back to how you feel about yourself. So looking at this top down, you don't go to the gym to get big muscles. You don't go to the gym to be healthy. You don't go to the gym because if you don't, you're going to die. You go to the gym for one freaking reason, to feel good about yourself. I dare you to disprove that. We could justify it in a thousand different ways, but at the end of the day, you go to the gym to feel good about yourself. So all of these success habits, I don't care what they are. You pressure test it with this. Does it make me feel good about myself? And if it doesn't, you either get rid of it or you change it. Period. End of story. That's it. So for me, like I hate getting up early in the morning. I hate that. I don't like it. I don't even like the thought of it. I like to sleep. I like to rest. For most of my life, I've been a night owl. But guess what? I learned how to get out of bed. Why? Because I feel better about myself when I get out of bed. That is the only reason. It's not that I look at it and say, well, successful people get out of bed early, so I have to. No, I'm, I'm over that. It's because that makes me feel strong and big inside of myself, which to me is the whole point. And all this success rituals, the success routines, all this stuff that you think you need to do in order to be successful, go back and say, huh, when I do this, do I actually feel good about myself? Does it help me to feel good about myself? Does it help me remind myself of who I am? If it doesn't, it's useless. Now you can make some arguments about health and whatnot and something, whatever, whatever. It's not the point. We're talking about success rituals that breed a focused, determined, and motivated individual that just gets shiz done. That's what we need. How do we not let things get in our way? How do we avoid the things that prevent us from getting things done? That's why this is so freaking crucial. Now, if you are the type of person that is more achievement-driven like me, you are not going to feel good about yourself until you kill something for dinner. So the reason why you must get things done is because if you don't, you won't feel good about yourself. So it all comes back to this same thing. So we don't, we don't let everything rely on our feeling about ourselves. We choose it. We create it, and we don't let it happen. So I hope you see this. Like motivation is the most fleeting thing ever. You cannot base your success off of whether or not you are motivated. You must choose it and create that feeling. So understand me when I'm saying this. I am not saying you don't get out of bed until you feel good. I'm saying you choose to create a good feeling about yourself by getting out of bed for me, doing my morning process, which is super simple, includes a morning formula thing and gets me aligned about who I am. I remember who I am. And that for me is enough. So do not misinterpret this and think, hmm, I can't get anything done unless I feel good about myself. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you create those feelings about yourself by what? Choice-based identity identity-based choices.
you wake up in the morning and you say, hmm, who am I? I have a really strong answer to that. Okay, cool. And what does that person do? I have a really strong answer for that. So all I'm essentially doing is I'm waking up, reminding myself of who I am and what that person does, and then I do it. That's it. That creates these feelings about myself that continue to grow and get stronger and clearer and clearer. Thanks for listening. For more from Chris and Taylor, visit trafficandfunnels.com and get a free gift just for being a subscriber. That's trafficandfunnels.com.